Oh, it's Monday. It's Monday in Mission Valley. It's a beautiful morning. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for telling a friend about Timmy D and the industry because that's what you're listening to right now, obviously, because you're either listening on Buzzsprout, Facebook, or Spotify. Anybody out there got Spotify? Raise your hands. Woo! Because I had a wonderful time this weekend. Uh, got to play an acoustic show. Did three sets at the Hennessy's in La Jolla. Got asked back uh, by Adrian, their manager. Shout out. Thank you for being so accommodating, so sweet, and so awesome to me. Uh, very much appreciated. All right, let me try and get a mic volume here. Hey, hey, hey. All right, there we go. Anyways, thank you so much for all of you that made it out there this weekend. It was nice to actually get to perform a bunch of Pullman standard tunes as well as some covers. But it was nice to shake the cobwebs off, even though it was acoustically. Wow. There was a guy who played... Uh, the guy who played flute, I had no idea who he was. He was just a homeless guy sitting off to the corner of the bar. His name is Don. And, uh, man, that guy could wail. Do you play jazz flute? I dabble. Oh. Would everyone love to hear Ron Burgundy play some jazz flute? Get it going, Yes. Yes. Good. Get on stage now. Okay. Come I on. guess I can play a little ditty. Honestly, Come on. I, give my hand. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. Yes. This is a surprise, I tell you. <laughs> Guys, East Harlem Shakedown, E flat. Keep the simple splashy, and Out of nowhere, start playing this tune. I can't even remember what tune it was, but then he just starts wailing on his flute, just kind of comes up and stands next to me and just lets it go. So I set up a second microphone during the second set. He came wandering back around, and I had him play a few tunes with me where he just backed me up Jethro Tull style. <laughs> Holy shit. It's cool. And it just inspired me to put some flute on the next record somewhere. So we'll find a spot. And I've got to get get a hold of Don somehow and put him on the record if I can. He was good. He's really good. You can tell that guy has has been around. And now he literally apparently is just one of the local bums of La Jolla. They all know him. They all love him there. He's a nice dude. Great conversation. Nice dude. He's just slugging. He had a four-pack of Paps Blue Ribbon and was just slowly chugging on those things. I say slowly, but four of those things disappeared in one one of my sets, or, or at least like an hour and a half. Anyways, that was a good time. So for those of you who are wondering who that guy was, I only know his first name. His name's Don. And uh, yeah, he was just amazing. Let's see. Uh, so they asked me back. I'm going to be back there April 1st, but I'm going to be doing the evening gig. So I believe it's from 6 until 10 p.m. or 6.30 till 10 p.m., maybe 10.30 I'll have details up on Gigtown soon because that's where I post most of the Timmy D gigs because I also have a few original... Like, everything I write for Pullman Standard is me writing it, but then I have other stuff that I I feel 
is very much more of just a Timmy D thing. And uh, who knows? Maybe they'll turn into Pullman Standard songs because obviously most of them end up turning into Pullman Standard songs anyways. Some of them, some of them don't. So I just want to say happy Monday. Way to make it through the weekend. Finished up the show, got home, had some company over that night. So ended up entertaining company all night. Then going for a hike bright and early with my boy Monty. Uh, for those of you that are longtime listeners of the show, or you've been listening the last four months, you'd know that uh, I picked up a job during the corona, slanging packages for UPS, making some dough, slanging the packages for UPS uh, in Poway. So if, if anybody in Poway, if you guys, if your packages are damaged, don't blame me because I handle those packages so sweetly i treat each and every one of them as if it was my own package you know what i mean (laughs) all right so i did want to talk though uh make this one just a short a short episode i had some thoughts about the show that went down and last thursday or should i say friday and, you know, that's a story for another time. But uh, last Thursday, I put out the word, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And I was telling stories and whatnot, and I ate my own words, and at the same time, ended up coming out on top, because I also take my own advice. But there's something I didn't include in, and the prevention also is some sort of like I talk about the road kit about having spare strings, uh, spare guitar cables, spare mic cables, spare batteries, all these things. It's like, yes, those are performance things. But sometimes you'll have two or three cables break. You don't know why. I don't know why. Two of my cables decided to break in between me checking out the sound system you know, setting it up in my office, making sure everything works, checking all the cables, and then wrapping all the cables up. Maybe when I was wrapping them up, just my luck, two of them broke. Luckily, cables have one end and another end, and one end broke on one cable, the other end broke on another cable, and because I have a toolkit that I bring with me, that's something that I encourage that I left out last week, and some quick things to throw in the toolkit. Needle nose pliers with wire cutters built in. You'll know what I'm talking about. Try and have two sets of those. Like have a a set of needle nose and then there's a reason for this because if you don't have an extra set of hands, get a rubber band and a set of needle nose pliers can hold something in place if you rubber band it and make it, you'll get what I mean once you start getting into it. But at least one set of needle nose pliers with wire cutters built in. But if not, needle nose pliers and wire snippers, wire cutters. A retractable razor blade. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, It's a box cutter, pretty much. Just something that, you know, you could retract so it's safety, but then pop it open, cut through things. It's good. So have one of those and then a set of scissors. Good scissors. Good, solid office work scissors, like construction paper scissors. Not super thick barbecue, you know, meat cutting scissors, but the good kind. None of this safety scissors that you know wouldn't harm a two-year-old child if they got their hands on them a good set of scissors exacto or or razor blade retractable retractable razor blade 
And there are reasons behind all this stuff, but uh, let's see, what else? Small spool of solder with a soldering gun, not the big gun, but just the one that looks like a, it's a soldering pen, pretty much. There is a technical name for it, but that does come in handy. And a small toolbox, you could fit all this stuff in a small toolbox. So, boom, you got your needle nose, wire cutters. Oh, make sure you have duct tape, not just gaff tape, which should be in your road kit, but your toolbox should have some duct tape and electrical tape. There is a difference, ladies and gentlemen. And now at Home Depot, I've seen kits where you could buy five different colors. So you could label and make sure that you don't cross wire anything and all that fun stuff. But have those that toolkit and then just a small amount of speaker wire. Uh, I would say about three feet of speaker wire. And when you see it in a spool, it doesn't doesn't look like three feet it's wound pretty tight but just medium gauge speaker wire and there's reasons for all this stuff and it will come in handy especially if you're resourceful uh there's some great speeches by a guy named les brown and i talk about him you know i've talked about him quite a few times over the years on this podcast and les brown is just one of those guys that when you listen to him you are inspired to get up and yeah i could fly yes i can fly But uh, he always preaches about being resourceful. You have to be resourceful. To be successful, you have to be resourceful. You have to know people. You have to find those people. You have to know when when to call on them and not when to abuse that relationship. You know, you, you shouldn't always be calling on somebody and asking them for help. You should be helping yourself. And then every once in a while, hey, man, uh, just need to pick your brain kind of thing. Then... Also, you have to be resourceful like, well, I broke both my spare guitar cables and I only have one spare one. That spare one is now being used for something else because one of my speaker jacks broke, so I had to use an XLR cable. So I took the two broken cables and found the good ends, snipped off the bad ends, spliced the wires, taped it back up, Bam, at least I had one good cable. So if everything would have gone to shit, then I don't know what I would have done. I I would have just performed super acoustic. I just would have sang as loud as I could and strummed that guitar with all my heart. So yeah, April 1st, going to be back there. The Hennessy's in in La Jolla, come out and see me. And then I got to double check. It says on Gigtown, April 14th, but then I'm looking at the Wildwood or on my calendar And that says April 7th. So I will get back to you guys. But look at, if it's that way on the calendar, then it must be that way. That is the day I am playing. So look at Wildwood Crossing. It's up in Vista for all my San Diego North County friends. And uh, I'll, I'll post links to these websites on, or I'll post on Facebook. I haven't really been posting on the Pullman Standard page. Uh, maybe I'll throw them up on Timmy D in the industry. We'll see. I just wanted to say hi to you guys, let you know how my weekend went. Went for a hike with my boy Monty. That's why I was talking about UPS, slinging packages off the truck. Uh, he was my driver, and because of COVID, they only gave you one or two drivers, and you rotated to kind of limit any possible contagion. Is That was my driver. That's the guy that I always worked with, hands down, you know. Which is actually, in my opinion, at least is taking a preventative measure on top of the preventative measures. It's like, hey, let's try and limit this. Let's keep 
you only stay in one part of the building. Like I know Monty was in pin three. So when he would check in and I wouldn't even go into the building, they even limited access to the UPS building. So UPS, good on you guys for at least, you know, making that effort in the, in the workspace. Good, good job, guys. Bang up job, bang up job. You really did it. And uh, anyways, so I got to go for a hike up Cowles Mountain with Monty. Yesterday it was fun. And then I took him to Hooters, took him to Hooters. Or as I like to call it, the Owl Factory. It's really nice. I forget how over-underrated the food is there. Like, go in there with an appetite. You know what I mean? No, go in there with an appetite. So, after hiking Cowles Mountain, that is a three and a half, four mile hike. Uh, maybe it was, actually, we did the fire road. So, that was like four and a half miles. Had to have been. Uh, we finished up the hike. Started bright and early. I think we hit the trailhead at eight o'clock. Finished up around 11.30-ish. I don't know. It was fun. Took some time up there at the top. I shot some video, so I'll try and post some of that, too. And then uh, headed over to the Owl Factory, and then afterwards came back over the house, you know, hung out in the office, listened to some rock and roll music, talked some shop, just had buddy-buddy time, caught up with him, and, uh, you know... I always encourage that, man. As things open back up for you people in the, in the states that have never shut down, I envy you. Rock and roll. Way to stay in fellowship for everybody else where we have stayed separate. Let us congregate. Let us come together and love one another. But it's super good to talk to you guys. I'm really excited to be getting out and playing tons more shows because, well, that's what I've been doing is just booking a lot of shows. So... Uh, you're going to be hearing a lot of that. And this, and like I said, this is Monday. I'm just saying how do. Uh, I'm lining my guests up because now that things are opening up, I have a thing about doing Zoom call things or phone call interviews. I don't mind it, but I feel that it definitely limits the interview in a way. I love the person-to-person interview stuff. You share a lot more. You can kind of ramble on. Uh, Bo Gray and I, Bo from Lexington Field, I mean, we, we must have rambled for about two hours about pop punk. And granted, we only I only aired about 20 minutes of that podcast, but I still have it on somewhere hiding somewhere in, in on this computer, that interview. And hearing Bo talk about pop punk and some of these bands that didn't really get a lot of traction, but now somehow... You know, because pop punk's making a resurgence, uh, these bands are kind of they're putting out new records. Uh, this band that I'm a huge fan of, they're called Slick Shoes, hadn't put out a record in years. All of a sudden, they just put out a new record. I encourage you to go listen to it. There's a song I'm going to actually play to play us off the air, though, not pop punk, but I bring up pop punk because there was a lot of copycats pop punk sounded a lot of the bands if you were in the scene you knew what band was what band they had a certain sound rufio the band rufio had a certain sound slick shoes had a certain sound even though they very much you know piggybacked and copycatted each other across the board my pop punk band had a certain sound even though we piggyback and copycatted newfound glory sounded a lot like blink 182 but you could tell the difference you could if you knew the scene. If you didn't, then yeah, it probably sounds the same to everybody. Same with when all the emo bands started coming out. My Chemical Romance probably sounded exactly like The Used, who probably sounded just like Story of the Year, who probably sounded exactly like, uh, what's another one? I don't even know now. My brain, my brain's fried. But this song sounds a whole 
hell of a lot like Billie Eilish, and it's not. I like it, but uh, it is not Billie Eilish. And I can't remember what it's... I'll, I'll post it in the show notes. I'll post a link on that. It's like broke, broken, broke me first, something like that. Something McCray, broke me first. I like it. It's great, but uh, it is the biggest Billie Eilish ripoff in the world. You know, in the words of John Lennon, though, good artists borrow, great artists steal. So we'll see. Um, guests coming in this week. So look forward to that on Thursday, and we'll have a bonus episode on Saturday, which is if I can get Sheila to do a really long interview, then I can, you know, chop it down and give you guys the short version, and then on the way out, give you guys the long version. But uh, thanks for giving me a few minutes of your time. Like I said, spread the word, tell a friend. I've been playing a lot of demos at the end of these podcasts just to show you guys what I've been working on last week. Kind of fun to play the Miss That Cali demo. That's one of those Timmy D originals that I don't know if it's going to be a Pullman Standard song. Probably not, but definitely I love playing it, and it's a fun tune, and it's not even finished yet. So, yeah, I'll see you guys April 1st if you're in San Diego, and then April 7th or April 14th. We'll figure it out. There's a lot of shows coming up, though. I'm waiting to hear back and finalize them this week uh, because of St. Patrick's Day last week. This week, a lot of the managers now are kind of engaging and locking into their – late April and early May calendar. So you're going to see a lot of Timmy D shows around San Diego. It's going to be fun, 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 fun. And plus new merch is coming out because now I'm going to be playing more shows, you know, all that fun stuff. Anyways, (sighs) thanks for listening to my ramble. I hope it kept you a little bit of company while you're driving around in John Voight's car. If a task once begun, never leave it till it's done. Be that labor, big or small, do it well or not at all. Rock and roll. Maybe you don't like talking too much about yourself. But you should have told me that you were thinking about someone else. You're drunk at a party, or maybe it's just that your car broke down. Your phone's been off for a couple months, you're calling me now. I know you, you like this. When shit don't go your way, you needed me to fix it. And like me, I did. But I've been out of every reason Now suddenly you're asking for it back Could you tell me where'd you get the nerve? Yeah, you could say you miss all that we had But I don't really care how bad it hurts When you broke me Quicker than I could have ever, you know that hurt. Swear for a while I was there on my phone just to see your name. But now that it's there, I don't really know what to say. I know you, you like this. When shit don't go your way, you needed me to face it. And like me, I did. But I've been out of every reason. Now suddenly you're asking for it back. Yeah, you could say you miss all that we had But I don't really care how bad it hurts When you broke me